Okay, cool. Welcome to the Artist Spotlight for Run Radio. My name's Trina Wilcox. Our guest today is Mabel Lane. Welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. Yes, I'm glad you're here. You've been doing music for a long time. And you've mm -hmm. kind of, like so many people who are artists especially, kind of have, it evolves and transforms throughout when you learn more or you feel a certain way. So can you kind of tell me how your music has changed? Yeah, I mean, I think I was always interested in music as a kid. I never really thought I would be writing my own songs, but I would write poetry sometimes. And I, I didn't really think that I could put it to music until I actually got into college and I started getting really involved with music because I'd always played piano and I sung in choir and stuff. And so that was kind of when I really caught the songwriting buzz. I got plugged in with some other songwriters that were in school with me. And we actually made an album all together of songs we collaborated on. But like looking back at those first songs, you know, they're like, I don't really want anybody to hear them, but you have to start somewhere. Everybody starts yeah. somewhere. Um, and not that, you know, we didn't give it our best effort and they weren't meaningful songs, but you know, we have evolved. And so then, um, yeah, I started writing more songs on my own after I kind of had that initial little experience and jump into it and started going by the stage name Noctigal because that was my last name. It means Nightingale in German. And so I thought that was a fun little tie into music because Nightingales are known to be like very musical birds um but after a while it's I just started to realize nobody really knows what this means or how to pronounce it yeah. I had some people thinking it was like nasty gal or something and oh. I was like no <laughs> no that, that's not quite it so so there was kind of a point in time where um, I decided to adopt my current name, Mabel Lane, and it was just kind of a new era for me. I felt like I'd been writing songs for a while and had kind of really started honing in that skill and landing on something that was me and my own and not just constantly trying to think, oh, what if I do this? And what if I do this? And I'm grabbing inspiration from all over. And it's it just started to feel more coherent. And so it felt like a good time to maybe find a name that was more easily understood and pronounced and all of that too. Yeah. So why yeah. even go with a stage name? I think I wanted some separation from my personal life, you know, like, yeah. I don't know, like I, I didn't want to feel like this songwriter singer person is all that I am. I felt like it's a part of me and I wanted to keep, like me, myself, Julia, to like still just be her own person, regardless of whether she's a songwriter or not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I, it, it's always different for every artist. Same with, you know, people that have a author or pen name. So it's just yes. interesting. Yeah. So yeah. how has writing changed for you over the years? Writing has um that's a good question um I think I've always written to just kind of express my own inner world um 
because I'm not always super quick on my feet, like thinking. And so I feel like songwriting is the opposite of that, where I get to sit down and I can really hone my thoughts and the words and what I'm feeling and not feel like I'm just gonna um, like mess it up or make it confusing. Like I can think about it and I can turn it into something beautiful rather than just it being this, you know, big water fountain, you know, of emotions coming out. Like I can turn it into something beautiful. So that's why I started writing kind of to put those emotions into words. And then I realized that, um, you know, a powerful thing about writing is also connecting to other people. And so that's something that I've really been trying to focus in on lately is writing to convey emotion in a way that other people can understand it and relate to it and maybe help bring some healing to their situation or help them see what they're going through in a new light. Um, so that's, that's kind of the why. And I feel like it's also just fun to make songs that people can just have a good time and dance along to and um, kind of just get your mind off of the everyday also. How would you describe your genre? I feel like it's a lot of pressure for an artist to feel like they have to pick a lane. <laughs> yes. But how would you describe it? I would, I've really kind of described it as indie pop for a long time. And like, it, it is so hard to just really nail it down because then as soon as I say indie pop, I'm like, well, there are a lot of rock influences in it too. So is it indie pop rock? Is it alternative indie pop rock? And then your name just gets too long. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of the route that I'm going. I'm really inspired uh, by 70s and 80s, like um, once I discovered Stevie Nicks songwriting, that's when I kind of started to see songwriting in a new light. Like I grew up in an era where it was pop stars or punk pop, pop rock, and they were fun songs, but they didn't always necessarily convey like really deep emotions or they weren't always super poetic. And so I started reaching into some of this older music that I was just like, so raw and real and um yeah that's uh and I, of course I started adopting some of those musical influences too I love the real instruments I started to realize how cool it is I think lately a lot of things are programmed and they're tuned and they're timed and going back into the older stuff before they had all of that technology to touch things in afterwards I realized people had to hone their craft so much more diligently and they had to be so much more ready to perform and not need anybody else to touch it up for them and so yeah. I really admire that and that's kind of what I'm striving for with my own music and my husband is a big part of that too he's really encouraged me that direction he's like you know it's it's so much more meaningful when it's human um yeah. and so that's what we're really going for good when you have written stuff, how many times have you written something, put it down, and then had to come back to it? Like, and I uh, mean, like a while. Every time. Okay. <laughs> yes. I think that's great for people to hear. Sometimes yes. you can knock something out. What's the fastest you've knocked something out? Uh, maybe a couple of days. Okay. There have been times where 
Um, I would say all of my favorite songs, they just kind of came into being. It almost didn't even feel like I was the one writing it. And I truly do believe that music comes from God. And so I feel like it, those moments are kind of his gifts and his blessings at times. And But sometimes you do just have to put your feet to the ground also. And you just have to work it out even when you don't feel inspired anymore. But yes, sometimes it does happen where you're just inspired and it comes together. And then I would say maybe 75 to 85, 85% of it comes together all at once. But there's always the last like 10, 15, 20% of the song that you just have to do it. And you just have to do the hard work and sit down and set aside time for it. Like, um, I think there's always like discipline is always paired with the inspiration. When did you first start performing on stage? Well, when I was a little girl, I would do trios with my sister and my mom in church. And that was my first like introduction to singing and performing in front of people. And then, um, I had always played piano, kind of took lessons off and on. And then in high school, uh, when I was a sophomore, I started actually taking formal lessons and I started doing recitals. And so that was a huge jump for me because for some reason, playing piano was even more nerve wracking than it was just singing with my mom and my sister. And so that's when I started to like practice actually calming the nerves and calling, calming, um, yeah, just those nervous feelings and learning how to, to push through and breathe. And um, then I would say in college, like I said, I met a group of students. We had this studio band thing going on and we performed a few times like at coffee shops and we performed once for like the whole campus. And so that was the first time that I got to actually perform something that I had written. And also we had all written together, but that was my very first experience of like, oh, I don't just have to sing other people's songs. <laughs> like there's actually yeah. ways to get out there and share like the songs that I've written too. And so that was when it was just like the bug bit me, you know, like I just had to, had to keep going and see where it could go. What gives you more anxiety? performing a cover or performing your own music? Probably my own, just because when you're performing a cover, you already know it's a great song and you already know that people connect to it and that people get it. And when it's performing your own song, there's always that question like, am I the only person who thinks like this is good? Or, and you start to doubt yourself and think, well, maybe it's really bad. Maybe people won't get it. And also just, the fact that you are springing something new on them. They've never heard yeah. it before. And so, of course, every time you hear a song for the first time, you may not necessarily like it. I think a lot of my favorite songs now, the first couple of times I heard them, I didn't quite get them. But it was when I gave them a couple more chances and really started to pay attention to the meaning behind them that I started to really appreciate them. And so it's always just nerve wracking when you know that, nobody's heard this before like are they going to get it are they going to be bored out of their minds yeah. You know? so, yeah have you ever written something that you didn't really like but then it actually came together and the crowd loved it 
I think that's just part of the artist process. Um, I know so many songwriters that have the same experience where you start out with a little spark and an idea and you start pounding it out and then you're just like, what was I thinking? This is terrible. Like this isn't (laughs) going to come together. And then, um, just maybe out of pure curiosity, you just keep up with it or, and then, you know, you bring in new influences and new ideas to pair it all together and it comes together. But there is definitely always a point, I think with every song that I've written where I'm just like, I hate it. This is a terrible song. Like, I don't, I don't like it. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, do you still get sta- a little bit of stage fright? And if so, how long does it take you to finally kind of shake it out and get comfortable with the crowd? Yeah, I feel like the worst of it is always right before I go up on stage. Yeah. Um, it's always like that initial push of just, um, but then once I feel like I follow through and I get up there and I start pounding out the first one or two songs, it's maybe by the second song that I finally start to feel like to settle into it and um, just like, okay, I can do this. This is fun now. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any techniques that you do to kind of calm yourself or just jazz yourself up? Um, I mean, I do just try to breathe deeply. Yeah. Um, like I feel like when we get nervous or at least when I get nervous, my, abs tense up a lot but that's terrible if you're trying to sing because you need that breath support and so just really focusing on like um I learned this technique in uh, vocal lessons in college actually where you stand and you start and just every muscle you move just move down and you focus like okay relax this part of my body and then move down relax this part of my body and you just like kind of do a scan of your body like is everything relaxed um and that kind of Kind of takes my mind off of, am I going to get this song? I, am I going to hit that right. note? Are people going to like it? And then you just start to focus on like, okay, right me right now, I just need to relax. Um, so yes, that's helpful. Tell me about a time that you messed up, but you covered real well. <laughs> um, yeah, I actually, <laughs> something immediately came to mind. I was playing piano for a friend's wedding and uh yes so like solo piano and that actually makes me so much more nervous than singing does I still just that solo piano when it's like it is me and only me playing right now and this room is dead quiet like you can hear a pin drop and so if I hit a wrong note like you just feel like everybody knows it instantly and so I did, I was playing a song from memory and I played it a bazillion times, but like suddenly it just left my brain. I forgot where I was and I didn't know how to get back. And I just kind of started hitting some random chords and noodling a little bit. And then it felt like an eternity before the song actually came back to me, but it did come back to me and I picked it back up and I kept going. And I was just like, I was mortified. I was so embarrassed. I was like, I totally messed up that song. But um, someone came up to me afterwards and they actually brought that song up specifically. And they were like, I loved that song. You know, it sounded so difficult. It sounded like jazzy and stuff. And, And I just had to laugh because I'm like, it was not a jazzy song. I guess that's what my brain did when I forgot it. But they were like, actually 
that was specifically the song that they remembered for some reason. Oh my gosh. Oh, that kind of has to give you a little bit of confidence that you can recover. (laughs) So that's probably Yes, yes. Yeah. And that just other people aren't near as into tune to what you're doing as you are. Like when you're the person who's practiced practiced it a bazillion times and you know exactly what it's supposed to sound like, it's easy to pick out the little mistakes. But most other people, they don't know. Like they just hear music. So how do you keep up with your, like, your whole health? Like, do you have a certain fitness routine that keeps you on point that you couldn't (laughs) live without or? Um, Yes. So I'm trying to figure that out right now. Right now, my only exercise routine is I take my dog on a walk every morning. And I usually try to take her on another walk after I get home from work too. Um, But, you know, sometimes just stuff gets crazy and busy. I did Taekwondo for two and a half years. And I was so close to my black belt. I was so close. I was like two tests away from my black belt. And COVID hit and everything shut down. And I just I haven't gotten back into it. And I got married. And like I said, you know, just I have a new job. And it's like, okay, when am I going to get back into this? I'm like, I was so close. I could go back and I could, you know, I could do it. But also just finding that time when the nights that I used to always go do that, I now have other things scheduled, like for my job. And um, so, yeah, it's just the busyness that I'm trying to figure out. You will. Let's talk about yeah. that real quick. I feel like a lot of people, and and I, I'm guilty of it, you've got your projects, like you're singing, you're writing, whatever mm-hmm. that is, but then we've got to pay the bills. So kind of talk about <laughs> yes. the, the reality of that. So people mm-hmm. don't have that pressure to feel like they have to give up if they can't do it full time. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think I realized pretty early on that for me personally, the whole songwriting and playing my own music wasn't going to be probably a full-time thing because I didn't want to be the person, you know, on tour all the time and traveling. And I just realized that, wow, full-time artists sacrifice so much to be able to do it full-time. And so I have been trying to find that balance of like, it is my passion and, and it's what I love to do, but also I love having a healthy family life. I love being with my husband and um, I have stepkids and I have a dog and I have family that I'm trying to be with. And so, yeah, the, the paying the bills, I am so blessed to have a wonderful, wonderful job as a worship leader at um, a church here in Springfield, Glendale Christian church. And um So my work week is Sunday through Thursday. And so Fridays are kind of my day where, I mean, once I kind of do some of the errands and like laundry and clean the house where I do get to work on um, some of the things that I want to do. And so Fridays are what I set aside for music. A lot of times that's when I write songs. That's when I sing. And thankfully, my job does help me keep my voice in shape, too, since I'm singing quite a bit for that. But Fridays are my day to work on, like, Mabel Lane and those songs and uh, really just try to be creative with that. 
Excellent. And you have been doing that and you've got a release coming up. So tell us about that so we can be watching. Yes. Um, so this album is probably three years in the making. Um, I've picked out a few singles that I've released over the last year from this album. And um, we're just doing the last little touch-ups. I think I'm going to have about 13 songs on it. Um, and yeah, it's just fun. It's kind of nerve-wracking to be finally putting it out in the world. But I'm also so ready. Like, I've had these songs on my phone for so long. And I've been listening to them. And we've been perfecting them and tweaking them. And yeah, I'm excited. I'm thinking late summer, early fall, we'll be putting it out. And um plan a, a release party is my hope. I'm still working out details on that. But yeah, I hope to be able to have a show where we can just invite everybody to come out and hear all of these songs that we've worked hard on. And when I say we, I mean my husband, Jeff, he owns Studio 2100. And so he produces the songs. Well, we, we co-produce a lot, but I mean, it's really mostly him because he's, you know, just got the ear for it and the experience. And so um, I really do feel like it is our project. He has guided me and helped me hone the craft and given me such good advice as I've moved along. And so, yeah, I'm excited to put that out and just let everybody hear what we've been working on. Sounds great. Where can people go to learn more? Yes. Um, so I'm kind of working out the social media thing, trying not to get wrapped up in it. So right now I'm really trying to direct people to my email subscription list. Um, it's a great way for me to be able to um, communicate with people and not get lost in the algorithm all the time. So um, I have a website, Mabel Lane Music, or actually it's just mabellane.com. And I have links there to listen. And uh, I have a little box where you can type in your email and sign up for uh, email subscriptions. And of course, all of the digital platforms, Spotify and Apple Music, you can follow my artist profile and it'll give you a notification when uh, new songs are released. All right. And you can hear the music yeah. on runradio.net when you click listen live yes. and please come back when you have yeah. more to share. We'd be glad to talk to <laughs> yeah. you. Thank you. Good I luck. appreciate it. Thank Thanks. you.